How are you with delegation? Do you find it hard to give leadership over to others? This is Saturday, January 14th. You know, it's tough to give others a chance to lead. It can be difficult to trust them to do things as well as you have done them. Now, as we learned yesterday, Paul had to always be giving ministry away to others to fulfill his calling. He believed the Lord had called him to spread the gospel as far and wide among the Gentiles as possible. But to do that, he always had to be leaving new believers behind. Paul did this when he left Crete. He assigned Titus the task of picking the work up and teaching the new believers there how to live in spiritual community. I remember when Sandy and I left the church we planted in New Jersey. That was when we were coming to Granada in Miami. It was tough to leave behind long-established friendships and to allow those people to choose another pastor. I would no longer be their pastor. It was a very tough transition for me to let go, to trust someone else with people I loved and had walked with for so long. This is a difficult step for any pastor to make. But we knew that God was calling us to Granada. Now here's our text for today from the book of Exodus. It comes from chapter 18, verse 17 to 23. Moses' father-in-law replied, What you are doing is not good. You and these people who come to you will only wear yourselves out. The work is too heavy for you. You cannot handle it alone. Listen now to me, and I will give you some advice, and may God be with you. You must be the people's representative before God, and bring their disputes to him. Teach them his decrees and instructions, and show them the way they are to live and how they are to behave. But select capable men from all the people, men who fear God, trustworthy men who hate dishonest gain, and appoint them as officials over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. Have them serve as judges for the people at all times, but have them bring every difficult case to you the simple cases they can decide for themselves. That will make your load lighter, because they will share it with you. If you do this, and God so commands, you will be able to stand the strain, and all these people will go home satisfied. Now this scene unfolds when Moses and the people are in the wilderness. The Lord freed them from their bondage to Pharaoh, and then Moses began to order the new society so that Israel could enjoy healthy community. Moses took the job of dispensing justice for the nation. He would sit each day, except the Sabbath, and hear and resolve the disputes of the people. Now this sounds like a good arrangement, but imagine doing this for hundreds of thousands of people all by yourself. Now, during this time, Moses had a visit from his father-in-law. His name is Jethro. And Jethro heard about all that the Lord had done among this people, and he was delighted. But then Jethro tagged along one day to see Moses at his work of judging. On the scene, it must have been overwhelming. 
Moses had so many disputes to hear and resolve, it was exhausting, and at the end of the day, Jethro challenged Moses. What you are doing is not good, he said. Now, there are only two times in the Jewish Torah that those words, not good, are used. The other time was when the Lord saw that it was not good for Adam to be alone. In this case, Jethro can see that Moses is alone. Why in the world did Moses believe that he had to carry the whole burden himself? It was impossible. God never meant for us to live alone or lead alone. Yes, we need to delegate leadership to others. We need to invite others alongside us. We need to share the burden of the work with others. Why? Because in the end, it's not ours. It belongs to the Lord, and he has equipped others to share in it. It's not healthy for anyone, especially the one carrying the load. Yes, I know it may be more difficult to teach someone else so they can share leadership with you, but this is God's way. Now, the plan devised by Jethro would actually ensure that there would be 131 leaders for every 1,000 of the people. <laughs> That's pretty amazing, really, to have so many leaders in place to help guide the people and keep the community at peace. Yes, the plan was to develop a nation filled with leaders, leaders that share the load. Leaders that come to trust other leaders and are constantly giving ministry away. You see, good leaders develop good followers. Great leaders develop other leaders. And that is what Jethro is challenging Moses to do. Now, it is more difficult. It means walking with others as they learn and as they stumble and as they grow until they learn to lead. It means trusting others before they're fully ready, because you know they will not become ready until they have the opportunity to serve. It means being willing for them to struggle and even fail along the journey to leading well. And Jethro says that in the end, the people will be satisfied. But here, our translation falls short. The Hebrew says the people will find shalom, that's peace. Yes, good and shared leadership opens the way for peace among a people. And I don't think this is just speaking of peace in the midst of their dispute. I think it means a general well-being for everyone. Think of what happens when too much responsibility falls on just one person. The whole community can be at risk. Now imagine a shared and gracious leadership and how that can lead to peace and joy in the community. And of course... This was the way of Jesus. He called disciples as soon as he began his public ministry, and then he began sending them out almost immediately. His mission was in part to prepare them to go into all the world and to there make disciples of all nations. Yes, it sounds like a, a lot like a leadership development strategy, but it is also the plan for the grace of Jesus to be shared far and wide. And this is what each one of us is invited to be part of. Let's pray together. Raise up leaders in your church, O Lord, we pray, so that your people might enjoy your peace. Help those leading to equip others to share in the work with them. 
Today we pray for our church officers, our elders and deacons, and those serving across the ministries of the church. Provide to them your spirit, so they may be able to do their work with joy. Lord, don't allow anyone to be alone. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.